0: Hi folks! Welcome to the very first CLD Talks podcast. My first guest is the incredible Jim Sweeney who had an amazing career starting off from being a trainee in the county of Lanark back in the 70s to becoming the chief executive of YouthLink Scotland. We have some amazing conversations, he's got such an insight into CLD and I hope that you guys enjoy this conversation as much as I did. So hi folks, welcome to CLD Talks. I'm your host, Connor Maxwell. Today we're speaking to Jim Sweeney. So, Jim, I'd love it if you could just give us a wee bit about yourself and um what you've done in CLD.
1: Um, well I started a long obviously a long, long time ago. Um I started my career as a um in the the county of Lanark um in 1972. The, November 1972. Um I had a monthly induction and then they gave me a set of keys for the community centre in Blantyre. Oh. Um along with a high school. Um and uh that was in at the deep end. Oh, uh, the first day I was there, they made me give blood, blood transfusion was there. So the woman just grabbed me and said, Come on in and give us a pint of blood. So that was me a, do- a blood donor forever. Um so very first working day on moon. Yeah, that's so some first day into one went you want in here. Um, it was a baptism of fire, but it, it was amazing. Um, I, I used to tell the story because um, the job title was, you couldn't get it on the pie sheet, was Trainee Relief Assistant Youth and Community Centre warden. That was my title. Can they ever and then? Um, well, we had to, um, basically. Um, so so it was it really was a baptism of fire, but it was a great, it, for those that survived it, it, it was an amazing opportunity to learn about everything right on the stump do you know what i mean um and we had a boss there and we are going to talk about mentors later but we had a boss called alec Bogie, who was 20 years in front of his time maybe 30 years in front of his time right. it was him that actually invented the term community education which you may well have heard of um and uh we were, we were called the youth and community service and we did all the things that cld now who does, and, and, and a wee bit mayor as well. Um, and uh, Basically, he had done a deal with the colleges and he had done a deal with the council. As did a lot of the others. The council was really far-thinking. They it had, it had trainee surveyors, trainee architects, trainee community workers, uh, youth and community workers, trainee social workers, all getting taken on like, like, like apprentices in effect. Oh. We are done an apprenticeship type thing long for its time. Um, but you, you were on a, a, a a salary, not not probably better than the tradesmen were on, but but not a great salary, mm-hmm. um, but enough well above. And they sent you to college, paid all your books, paid you when you were at college. The only downside was they'd done a deal with the colleges. The first year of the course was taken as um, accredited prior learning, so we joined in second year and did two years, yeah, three-year yeah. diploma course. It was no degrees at that time. Um, and then came out to the other end and went back to work. The only downside, if you were a student, was that you had to work during the holidays. You had to come back to, I had to come back to Lanarkshire and run play schemes oh, and nice. do whatever else, and and take groups of young people away to paint outdoor centres and things like that. But 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 that was, that. I never got to Camp America. But other than that, that, that started me off. Um, so I could back out my qualification, Went to work in a new community school, what is now Clyde Valley High in Wisher, and was Academy. It was a brand new school. We a whole team of community education workers, in it, um, and it was incredible, incredible experience again. And I worked with the pupils as well as running a massive night class program and a massive summer program, um, in the school. It was beautiful. It had a swimming pool and everything. It was an amazing Isn't place. Uh, everything. Awesome. It was a some school, you know, um, and a. Uh, I appointed all the teachers that were just out of college in Skint to run classes at night and all that. So that that, that took away a lot of the hassle because he yeah. he teachers who brilliant. You know, he was a megalomaniac. But the we actually managed to run a phenomenal programme, community programme. We had a theatre in the school as well. So we broke plays with Billy Connolly's, me and my bad leg to uh, Borderline Theatre. with We had, we had uh, 784, we had them all doing tours. We took all the, you know, it was just like, amazing what you could do. Um, we did the same at Blanty let be fair in Blanty High um, we had two of I remember Elaine uh, C. Smith coming she was just a wee lass she was we just at drama school um, coming to do a play at Blanty, um as well like in a kind of music That's type cool. she was a good singer um, so all that kind of stuff um, then went to college came out of college academy, um over academy back over to Blanty where I'd been a trainee as a trainee mm-hmm. um, done a couple of years as a senior worker and then um became an area manager in Hamilton North, which was Blantyre, Uddingston, Bothville, Hamilton, uh, Halfie Hamilton um, as well. was there for nine years as an area manager. I was an area manager at 27, which you would never do you now. You'd never get that now. But I had eight years' experience at 27. Uh, so it was unheard of. Um, so they gave me really area young. manager. I was really young. Then I, then I went to... It was just as well you did. not My favourite saying is, don't look back and don't look down. Just keep going, you know, because if you look down you you'll go, Oh my god, I might fall. So you don't you just keep going. And and uh, the I became an assistant principal responsible for adult education. Um, I'd always been a generic worker anyway, I did everything. You know, you didn't have any option. There wasn't any uh, I did everything for adult literacies to to night classes, to to play schemes, to play groups, uh massive amount of youth work. All of that was just taken as red. It was, and can I say something, it's the same skill set fundamentally. It's social group work you use. It doesn't matter whether you're who you're working with. It doesn't right. matter whether you're working with a special needs group or whether you're working with high flyers that are wanting to go back to uni. It's, if you're doing community learning development, you're you're basically um you're basically most of your stuff's around uh, social group work. And that is so powerful, it is unbelievable. But you only as you get older you realize just how powerful it is. So I don't know that and, and, and then um, I became assistant principal in Lanarkshire. For, for five years, I think it was, doing adult ed, but a whole load of other stuff as well, and covering a massive uh, five out there, or three or four out of the nine areas, as it was mm-hmm. at that time, like help me area officers and mentoring and all that kind of stuff, and uh, managing that. And then and then I became the the acting principal in air division of Strathclyde, which is the whole Ayrshire, the lot, right? What is now three different authorities, right? Yeah. So I went down there to to troubleshoot a bit, to be fair, there was a, a bit of bother um, and I, I get that job as acting principal and then and that was during a review period that lasted a long, long time in Strathclyde and I come back to Lanarkshire um, as the boss, um, I got both jobs um, when I was interviewed there was a listed and interviewed 10 people, I came at fortunately came at the top of the list and, and I could pick where I came so I come home, because my wife was mm-hmm. cracking up with me travelling the air, air every day, you know um, it was a long, long week. and uh, But I loved it It was fabulous. I met some fantastic people, some fantastic workers that really just wanted encouragement and hadn't had, had it before. Um, and they just took... They, they just, they took to me, I took to them, and we, we ran riot, you know? We just oh, went right. for it. Um, and uh, But I come back to Lanarkshire to, to manage a whole set of people who, who had been my peers for a long time. Mm-hmm. So that wasn't easy. But... Um, we, we, we did, we, we managed to build quite a phenomenal service over a period of time, um, and then um, when the reorganisation of the local government came, I went to North Lanarkshire because it was the biggest authority, mm-hmm. not by much, but i never had a choice no matter, it was a case of there's one of you and you go to the biggest one, and Cathy Cox that you might remember people talking about, Cathy was my assistant principal, and she got the South Lanarkshire job, first oh, okay. to get there. Um, and Cathy had been a student of mine in Blantyre when I was an area officer. So we went back a long, long way as well, you know. So we were colleagues for a long time. Um, mm-hmm. I was a, a, a twice or three times, I think, the way it worked out. But um, so then went to, to, to North Lanarkshire. Again, we managed to build that and keep building it through all the cuts and everything else. If we get cut one place, we get money for somewhere else. We worked very closely with colleges in terms of the adult education community learning partnership. Um, we worked closely with the Volorgs in terms of youth work. Um, we used urban programme religiously to get money in, and European money, and everywhere. If there was a pound sign on it, I was on it. Mm-hmm. Um, and so were people. They knew everybody was a fundraiser. Um, but we ended up, um, when I went to YouthLink, and then two, 10 years later, I went to YouthLink and joined the kind of third sector for the remainder of my career. And and. a... Uh, it, it was amazing. It, that was amazing as well, and it was probably a big surprise for a lot of people that actually went, you know, actually went there. Especially
0: um, going from local authority to fund sector. Aye, and, aye. and, it, and that, had
1: its own, that had its own issues, which I'll probably uh, go on to later. Um, but it was it, it was a great thing to do. No, it was a big jump at the time. I had to give up my pension. I had to do a whole lot of, sort of personal things that that were stupid on paper, Um mm-hmm. But in, in reality, um, in terms of your actual, I, I I don't know how you see it. I don't know how any. I, I don't think we've got a job, but it's a vacation. It's not just a job. Um, totally. totally. You couldn't you do it if it was just a job. Um, You would hate it. Ah, um, It's much more. It's no, thank God it's Friday. It's it's not that kind of job. Oh, it's seven days a week. Seven and it, it's days in eight. your head. The more, the more thing, it's in your head it's in your heart. So, you can't, you can't switch off in that sense. And
0: especially yeah. the world that we're in the now where we're doing fully virtual learning and we're doing fully right. online programmes. Absolutely, it's absolutely. With it's with you all the
1: time. And you're with the people you're working with. You've got a feeling for them. You're you're, you're dealing with young people that, that might have loads of issues. You're dealing with a lot of young people that don't have issues, they're just great and they want to go on with it and they want to learn things and they want to do things and try things and, and all the rest of it. And you've got a really privileged position. So I've never I've never got up in the morning thinking I don't want to go to work. Um which is a real bonus when you think about it. And
0: it's a privilege.
1: So we're dead lucky. And and so, so therefore it was never never to be an, an issue or a um a thing about moaning and groaning and being negative about about things, even when things were terrible and bad as they have been. Um, in terms of work for local government or, you know, lack of money for this or that, the next thing and all well, the hassles are going. But it was still, it was still a privilege. So, and, and I worked right up to, I was 65 and, 65 and a half when I, and I, I picked my time to go. I was, again, very fortunate. I was able to say, um, I had to give my board six months notice that I was going. So what it was a bigger actually? farewell, to, it was a bigger farewell tour than than facts you know. <laughs> But, but i had to because we, we at three months notice genuinely but we also had to uh, to get and recruit and appoint somebody. so i gave my, my board confidentially the six months notice and said i'm going at the end of, the end of the last day of 2018 so first of january 2019 um i i, reti- I was retired mm-hmm. um and since then' I've, I've, that's just two years past two years past um and i've I waited a wee while, it took a wee while to adjust, I have to say, and then um, I've been doing other stuff, I'm chairing three different organisations at the minute, and I'm on the board of another three or so, right. um, and I'm also fundraising and doing daft things and just keep myself busy, and playing a bit of golf, playing a bit of bowls as well, and I've got two grandkids, so under four, so that keeps me and my beloved busy as well, so it's all good. Brilliant.
0: No, Last you know, I was going to ask you, how have you found retiring? Because you've went from such a full on job, how long where it's all about the people and all about
1: mm-hmm. trying
0: to do that, to then going from waking up on the 1st of January 2019 to scary. You know, what do you think?
1: Scary. I wasn't ready for it. I, I, I should maybe have waited till April because the weather was crap, which meant I was stuck in the house. Um, I couldn't oh. get out and do the things physically that would use my energy. Um, I was. And, I, and also I waited to see what came in the door. I never went chasing anything. I just waited to see if anybody wanted me to do things for them. And if it suited me, oh. then I would take it on. Um, I didn't really want paid for anything. I didn't, you know, I would take a bit of work on if it was if, if it suited me again if people wanted me to do it and pay me fine but I, I was never going to be a full-time consultant I, would, I decided I had retired and I wanted to do a lot of the things that I, we travel a lot as well before like COVID. so my missus and I have been you know loads of places in the last year well up to up to up to February last year right. we managed to do a lot, quite a bit of a holiday in as well you know but um so that was that I mean my gardener, my cook. I'm, I play the guitar. I'm, he was in a band for forty years. Um, you know, so, so there's there's nothing. You know, not all of that's kind of. You know, who's I've your favourite band? Things. Who's my favourite? I oh, don't ask me
0: that. I no. Come on, I'm a I'm a big musician. I've got honours. I've,
1: got I've, got I've, got I've no go a favourite band. I've got favourite singers, and I've got, um, I've got a couple of favourite bands. I mean, I've got obvious favourite bands. Like like, like old older bands. I like I like I like some of the American stuff. I like people like the Doobie Brothers. I like people like Steely Dan. That kind of stuff. I like I like some of the I like Zeppelin. I like the I like the Rolling Stones. You know. I like the Who. I like the Kinks. I like the Beatles. I like all of that stuff. And I like singers like Billy Joel. People like that. You know. Jerry Rafferty, a Jerry Rafferty fanatic, um, and the various bands he was in. Yeah. Uh, you know what supposed I mean. So I've got it, a very it. Catholic taste, you know. I've got, <laughs> I've got, I've got hundreds, hundreds and hundreds and hundreds and hundreds of CDs, um, and also the online stuff as well. And not to mention the vinyl, which is in the hut. Bought myself one of these convertible things that means Aye. I can play the vinyl when I get nostalgic, you know. Aye. Oh, well, mostly nice. it I've bought in CDs since, you know. And I've also country stuff. I've got a massive sort of selection of country music as well. Been to Nashville a couple of times. Um, oh. Been to Memphis, been to New Orleans. I'd love to play. be there.
0: New Orleans is on
1: the list. That's Go special. to Austin, by the way. Go to Austin, Texas. Unbelievable. Bye. Orleans, fab.
0: Why did you decide to get into CLD in the
1: first place? Uh, I think that chose me. Um, I was, I was just... I've only got 20 minutes or whatever it is half an hour or whatever so I can't, can't tell you my life story but we'll basically A-levels we'll some A-levels I come back up I was doing in England I come back up worked during the summer doing there for a while and then come back up and I had two places um, and my grant already in the bank to go to one was in Coventry one was in Southampton an option to go to two polytechnics I think they were at the time um, to do social science that kind of thing mm-hmm. Um, and childcare and social work was the other one I think. And uh, one of them was saying get a year's you're still quite young to do that degree, get a year's experience and then come back and we'll take you, you know. Um but we could put you on it they were going to put me on an economics course for a year just to get me done there. Um right. and then put me on I'd also an offer a job with the bank with the National Westminster Bank in London at a time. Um and and I went in and did a part time six hours a week youth work post at Gary and Academy, funnily enough, with a guy called Bob Payne, who was my first boss, right. um, mentor, who's, who's still around, Bob, um, long retired, right enough. Um, and and Bob said to me, by the way, there's trainee jobs coming up. If you fancy go, even going for an interview, before you go to uni or wherever you're going, you, you might fancy it. And that's what happened. I, I walked in and I got, I got one of the trainee posts and the rest is history Aye. and and really uh, uh, you know serendipity call it what you will happenstance Aye. if I hadn't been at Wish i a couple of nights a week I would never have known about it because I would never have read it in the paper somebody tapped my shoulder all my life has been people tapping me on the shoulder and going you could do that, you fancy that and interestingly, as community workers, we do exactly that. People tap them in the shoulder yeah. and go, "Want a coffee?" You'd be really good at that. Aye, and build our confidence, You know,
0: so that happened to me. I, I think loads of people that fun. I've spoken to, loads of people I've spoke to, that's Aye. how they get into this job.
1: It's,
0: they've maybe been, um, they've maybe started as a young person, um, or they've maybe Aye. just get been, and they just say, "Oh, do you know what? You could take that next step." Or by the way, this is coming up; you'll love it. A wee ago, and there's mm-hmm. been so many Aye. people that have had that experience, and it's right. I think it's the most
1: organic way, I think. You know, you know. it kind of chooses you. Aye. It's, I totally my, my view is that, and I'll tell, some, I'll tell you something, it's really funny. I remember when they brought out the, the careers service, brought out these fancy, um, um, you know, the, the non neurologistic programming, but all the all the all the the, the ways you tell you what you'd be good at, you know, I can't remember what the name of the. The, the actual uh, system is but anyway spent a lot of money on it so we all went on it for a laugh to see what we should be you know mm. so you've got your right in and, and it's supposed to be fail safe and all the rest of it and up, up it came the, the, the ones I got all come up as, as community worker social worker whatever mm. you know um, I've done it two or three times the other years and they still come up the same <laughs> um, you, you, supposedly you can't cheat this thing you know so I'm, I'm, I've never worried about whether I'm doing the right thing which yeah. is amazing, which takes the stress away, you know, which, which takes the stress away. If you, if you think you're doing a job that's worthwhile and changes lives and all of that, then you've
0: to watch. 100%. You know, I think that's the thing I always say to my team and always say to people I'm speaking about But this job. It's that there is no, the, I don't feel a lot of stress here because I love what I do, but you feel yeah. like you're doing the right thing, so you're helping yeah. people. And if you're helping people and you have got that, then you can't be doing anything wrong.
1: Right. So, um, if I went, if I if i went to the bank, I'd probably been a multi-millionaire by now because they were putting me through bank exams and sending me to college, and I was going to be doing foreign exchange and all that. It wasn't it just walking in and becoming a teller? They had a career, Aye. They had a career in front of it for me, you know. They showed me, it. um, but I didn't do it, and I've never regretted it because it's not about money.
0: No, no,
1: it's not about in this and. In CLD
0: and this job, but it's no bit money. You don't get money. No. You know, you're um, not here for that. You get eleven.
1: You get a good, You get a decent living Um, but you you are not in it for the dough. No. Ever. You're not in it for the hours either. You know. So. Oh. so that's the other thing. If, you're, if if anybody is, make sure their partner knows what they're letting them sell in for. Aye, definitely.
0: That's definitely.
1: the one, one piece of advice I would give. You Aye. know, I, I said to my wife who I love dearly. <laughs> don't 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 think you're going to marry somebody that's going to work ninety-five or sixty-two or whatever else, you know. that's not the that's no the deal, you know. And we've never really had a crossword about it. Probably glad to see it, back, I can mean, be right enough, but you know what I mean. Um <laughs> it's never no, it's it's been it's that's so important that you've got a, a home life that steady, um. you know
0: definitely because it is and you know even like last night i was i had a really good opportunity to go to a thank you event for the community and you uh-huh. know and it was it was eight o'clock at night um, uh-huh. and, and you know what it was so nice just to hear people's stories i've never done it virtually before usually there's a uh-huh. Uh-huh. you can uh-huh. sit you uh-huh. can network and it was just such uh-huh. a nice moment so it was uh-huh. just uh-huh. bit late at night i finished the back of nine uh-huh. uh, you know brilliant so it was you never
1: he, sometimes I thought he'd out, it's no good. I mean, we're all, we're all human, but it's a nice night and you might to sit at the back and have a glass of wine and you know you've got to go somewhere at seven o'clock then your tea's out. You've got to go and do it. But once you're out, you're fine. It, it's, I mean, everybody thinks, so oh, that'd be nice to just sit in the garden the night, it's the sunshine. Right. But but you, you're going to be human naughty. But but you always get it back. What, the, what you put in, you get back ten times over.
0: So, what role models or who was your role model um, when you were getting started in CLD?
1: Alec Bogie was my first boss. He let me away with murder. Called me a dilettante and to get him and look it up. Um, no I'm kidding. Look it up. Aye, well, it, I had to look it up. It was because we ran a twenty-four-hour badminton tournament and then they tell the police. And the police rocked up at two in the morning he shut the centre. And I tell him, "Hey, go somewhere." And, <laughs> Play with the traffic, and uh, I got hauled up on the Monday morning up to the county buildings. <laughs> and Alec Bogie kicked me in the office and said, See you, spinning a man by dilettante. I went, Fair enough. <laughs> I was only nine. <laughs> and when he when had me look it up, I went, I, I, and, I, and I had an English E-level, <laughs> believe it or not, but I still didn't know what a dilettante meant at 19. So they had me look it up. Um, but, uh, but he let me, you know, he gave me a chance to make mistakes and come back for mayor, you know, get another mm-hmm. kicking. Um, and it's as, as long as you learned every time it was great Marcus Liddle, who ran Young Scott started Young Scott um, has been a mentor for 40 years for me and, and me for him for some of that time as well mm-hmm. but um, just an amazing guy the most positive person you've ever met in your life and also the best deal maker I've ever seen in my life um, and one of those people who didn't care who got the credit as long as the deal got done All right. just amazing to watch him working that's so um, important. Self-deprecation, wasn't he? And the and the and it, it was just so good, and it, you get and as I watched him over the years, I get more and more impressed with what he did. Um, but also again a great a great laugh. I mean, the, the job the job can be fun as well. You know what I mean? it mm-hmm. Should be fun. I mean, take take the job seriously. Don't take your yourself too seriously, but take the job seriously. You know. But um, have have fun, have a great, make your vocation your vacation, you know, as they say. <laughs> um, uh, so, Matt Liddle, we Alan Blackie, who mentored me when I became the chair of uh, the Principal Officers Group in Scotland for for two terms in the nineties. When the reorganisation of local government was happening, so it was a big, big time and a lot of politics. That that was guy that we joined me anyway, a wee guy, from Hamilton, who was, worked for social work. He mentored me when I was a shop steward in the union, mm-hmm. um, and became an office bearer and all the rest of it. And now go way back in the, the 70s and 80s. Um, great guy, um, full of wisdom. You know, people like that. Thought have come along and said done at me and said, go for that job. Like, you Ask your name on that job. No, and I hadn't, no. I hadn't even seen it, including my youth point one. I didn't even see the advert. Somebody chapped my door and said, you should get in for that job. Now, I still had to go and get it. And, and, and you're through the grips. And, and to be honest, I didn't think I got it. But um, somebody chapped my door. You know, so, not, there's a reason for most things. You just don't know what they are. You've just got to, you've just got to go with it. And, most opportunities I've had again, Mar- Marcus Liddell chapped my door and said, you're going to, I need to retire for this committee in the International Youth Exchange, I want you to be the chair. You do it. It's only four meetings a year. That's mm-hmm. a lie for a start. But you know, <laughs> so, but the laugh, the, the laugh was um, six months later, I got a phone call to tell me to go to China. And the guy that gave me the phone call, I told him to go and play with the traffic as well, because I didn't believe him. thought it was a wind up. Um, and I ended up going to China. And Marcus Lidd was going, see you, you are one lucky, whatever, you know. And Aye. I went, you know, get it up, you know, with Aye. a laugh, you know. Um, but but all sorts of stuff like that. I mean, people just great. And the biggest, biggest influence early on with my PAs. See the lassies that work in the office. Aye. The lassies that keep you get your duty sheet in and tell you, do this, do that, do the next thing. Um, they were fabulous. When I became an area manager, my hair was longer than yours, it was doing to their. <laughs> right, a perm Right, look like I've oh, seen it, no kidding. Um, and Rena Hunter, God lover, was in for Blantyre, although her office was in Hamilton at that time. She must have thought, What the hell have they sent me? <laughs> you know. Um, the beard and the thing, you know, I was a folk singer on it. I, oh, I, I need to see a picture of that. Smoked a pipe, you know, um, <laughs> but un, didn't he drive, you know, and just you know, and I was that was when I became an area officer. At twenty seven, I actually passed my test between getting the getting the job and starting. I actually passed mm-hmm. my driving test, and I had and my missus was just about to have a wee, my first kid, so it all happened all within nice. that space But Rena Hunter was brilliant. She 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 brought so much discipline to my work, mm-hmm. but in in the best way. And I worked with her for nine years, um, and when I left. Um, I had a terrible, a terrible habit of spe- spelling tenants. I was a local grant secretary as well, but I had a terrible habit of spelling tenants as in the beer. <laughs> so Hill House Tenants Association <laughs> right. <laughs> so she gave me a wee mini mini dictionary of spelling, which I've still got and I still use. And she put, Dear Jim, please use this. Love Vina. Oh, that's amazing. And her, her, her cover, I've still got it. I it, took it to every job with me. so he there two M's and two R's, or one R and two M's and all that. But wow. that's just words with the, the, the um, spelling. So if you have... And I'm not a bad speller compared to some folk, but um, I, I had my my, my my blind spots, if you like, you know. So Rena Rena sent me the wee book when she when she parted company with me wow. when I went to the, the buildings. That's such a nice thing as well to keep. Isn't it beautiful? You know, so people at like that you can't, you can't, you can't buy some of the folk that we've got in, in the service at all levels. You know, whether they're and, and always respect everybody. Mm-hmm. I hate to see a, a full time worker think they're better than a part time worker or a, or, a, or a volunteer. No, they aren't. No, they're just different. Yeah. We've all got to consider. So is so important. Students are so important. Take students. If you're not going to do it, who is going to do it? Yeah,
0: definitely. And I think giving students the experience—that's sometimes the hardest part—is to actually get in the door. So, but by them having the experience working with us, it's it's so important. It's so good.
1: Definitely. And I, I look at folk. I've had the students, and they're all over the place now. Um, I've also I've also failed people. You know, sending back to the college, right. saying, no, you're you're no." F-. Remember, and, and the whole thing about CPD and ongoing learning. What, what your degree or whatever else is, is a, it says you're fit to practice. Mm. Practice, fit to practice. Know that you know it Aye, definitely. And you still, I'm still fit to practice. I'm still learning all the time. And for you personally, just grasp every opportunity you get. Seriously. Aye. You're Thank only here you. the once. It's not a trial run. Go for it. 100%. 100%.
0: So what would you so? I know you've had such had such a varied career, so you might not be able to pinpoint this one. But what would you say a memorable moment would be, or any highlights you've got?
1: Hundreds, of them. There's, there's hundreds of them. I've been politically and, and strategically, I've I've been very fortunate. There are three or four things. That, that were critical to the progress of CLD in particular, and youth work in particular, in Scotland over the last, whatever, 15, 20 years. Um, I, was, I was seconded, when I worked for Lanarkshire, I was seconded um, for a certain amount of time um, to run the first, with a group, a whole group of people, a whole committee and everything else, and a couple of runners, In the year 2000, we had a youth summit, the first ever Scottish youth summit, um, and we had it at Motherwell Civic. um, And we had a parallel event for the workers that brought the young people, 400 young people in Motherwell Civic, for a full day. The entire Scottish cabinet were there. We had to set up, 20 years ago, setting up IT was no fun. It was was horrendous, right? But until the whole of the council tuned into it, um, and... uh, we ran, we ran as a group. Youth, youth the old, uh, young Scots were involved in it. The old youth think were involved in it. Um, various other folk, um, and uh, we we ran this this uh, conference, and we ran eight satellite conferences throughout Scotland at the same time. And there was links in to all the politicians. There was a, you know, a question and answer session going mm-hmm. you know, uh, all day with different politicians coming in for young people. And that was, that was the very first uh, youth work summit, and it was amazing. It was just amazing um, to be involved in that, and also to have the privilege to leading the kind of the operational management team for it. You know. Right. Um, and they paid the council for my time, you know, so i had so many days out and all the rest of it to, to go to Edinburgh and all the rest of it. Um and the, the deal I did the deal I did was I'll do it if we can have it in Motherwell. Um some of the civil servants had never been to Motherwell, they'd never really <laughs> had that it. <It's> <laughs> about what was going you know, on. Um and that was the deal I'd done with the council to say, look, if all we can right. get it, I'll do it, you know. But I'm not going to organise something that's knocked or murky, you know. Uh, that so, so that was a trade-off, and and it was it was great. And you, um, that was the first the first youth work summit, as I say. Um, other things, the youth work strategy, getting the government to agree um, the terms of the first strategy, and then another two strategies since. They were big. They were big ticket items um, yeah. because it put youth work in a place where other parts of CLD, unfortunately, aren't there at the minute. Um, and uh, and it is unfortunately because I'm a generic worker. It breaks my heart to see where where some of the other stuff is at the minute in terms of money and in terms of leadership and all the rest of it. Yeah. And uh, uh, it's really it's really sad in some ways. But but my job was to to make sure that youth work got a fair hearing and, and youth work was up that agenda. Um, and it was great and it was great working. The other thing, other, other thing, I was very fortunate in that. Um, I. Mentored um, the chairs of the youth parliament, um, not them all, but a considerable amount of them. And and I had in two years. I had a guy called Raj Joshi, who you might have heard of, um, and and John Loughton, um, you've probably heard of as well. So they were yeah. they were there and they were the two of them were just great, and it was great for me to almost get back in the tools, um, and actually mentor them for their, their time as chairs, oh. and I loved it. And they were just great and and, uh, and we're still in touch you know um, and the two of them were at my night out when I left Youth Light oh that's um, good and uh, so it was they're just, just just showing what young people can do and the two of them are just flying in terms of their own their own careers and all of that but it's just great to see it just great to see it um, so there's lots, there's, there's lots of things like that. Also international, I did a lot of stuff in international work, chaired the International Committee of the British Council for Scotland for a number of years, um, and I was very fortunate to, to go a few places as well, in delegations. I went to China, um, I went to Pakistan, which was really interesting, yeah. Um a group from Young Scott and the Youth Parliament and a youth um, delegation there, and... Um, and various and all around Europe, we, we kind of projects. Um, but more importantly, getting money in so that young people could go abroad and yeah, go into exchanges, because I think it's massively important to see other cultures.
0: Definitely. I was actually fortunate enough to go on an international exchange when I was a young person. So I went to, my uh, oh, yeah. first one was actually Motherwell. So I was, I was fortunate enough to go to Motherwell College to stay for two weeks. And then right. I went to Portugal the following year. And that was the first time I was ever abroad. I'd never uh, had a passport and it was uh, such a good experience, you know, and uh, I, I speak so highly of it. Um,
1: uh-huh. It was just that it was amazing what we were able no, to do. it changes you. It changes mm-hmm. you. I mean, we, me and one in and, whether and we, we brought in. the When the European white paper came out and the young people, the first one, we decided to go for a category, I can't remember whether it was category four bid or something, and we got the money. And what we did was we had all the twin towns in North Lanarkshire um uh, coming. To Motherwell for right. four days, right? But we also had to discuss the, the 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 white paper and all of that. Um. But we they also then our twins said to us, "Can we invite other twins?" So we had the twins are twins coming, oh, and it was you. absolutely astounding. Um. And in, in terms of, and we had a whole group of young people, obviously geared up, and all our youth parliamentarians and everything else geared up. Um, the workers put a hell of a shift in. We'd, we were we were bringing people from four different airports, you know, um, that, were, that were landing and getting them up um, okay. to where they were staying for the time and, and, and everything else. And, and the social side of it as well was, was phenomenal. But it was brilliant. And they gave us, the council, to be fair, gave us a civic for the whole weekend, um, uh, for the, the Friday morning right to the Monday um and it was just outstanding you know and the amount of friendships that were made out of that and the amount of youth exchanges that came out of it was mm-hmm. phenomenal
0: you know aye, and it's so interesting to just see other people's cultures and when you're a young person like you don't really think about last night oh, in Edelwood. So like i knew yep. Edelwood, you know aye. but then aye. Aye. you're then hanging about with people for portugal for greece for france and you're like right. and belgium that's and all these other places and you're like right. what is going that's on
1: you know, it's, it's, it's amazing i brilliant experience aye. And it's the same for adult education as well it's the same stuff um, you know they get we, we had groups of women that, were, that had that been out of Airdrie had them been out of View Park mm. with some of the projects we did we did something called Integra along with John Wheatley College now Kelvin College and uh, it was phenomenal it lasted five years um, um, with joint delivery with community education workers and college lecturers um and myself and one of the assistant principals at the college ran the thing in terms of the the logistic you know the the strategic party and everything else and that was we utterly increased and, and it was stunning some of the stuff that was been done and uh, so it, it applies all right across the board it's not just about youth exchanges it's about 100
0: anyway. um so see in the moment is there anything at the moment you'd like to see changed with cld and how it's maybe operating nationally or locally to what you're seeing.
1: I suppose that that would take up a podcast itself. I think, <laughs> really, to be honest, um, we 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 need some kind of. I still think we need to firm up on the, the statutory basis for 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 call it what you will, CLD, community education, you think community call it whatever. We're, we're talking about the same thing. Um, uh, I, I I think certain bits of it have been left to wither in the vine. Um and and it's no fair and it we'll need it ever more. See with the COVID, see COVID. This this for us, it's it's a threat, but it's a massive opportunity because the very people who can help communities get back to where they were and get individuals collective and, and collectively communities back um into some semblance of order and, and some kind of feeling of uh, control over their lives will will be CLD workers. Um and including the third sector. No, no just councils, but working together in a partnership um, and working with our colleagues and FE and everything else as well. Um, my 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 middle name, to be honest, was partnership. Um, throughout my working life. Sometimes you, you take a hit when you do it, but it's but you, it's worth it. It's a bit you've got to, you've got to trust the process again. And you've got to also share the plaudits and all of that and and let some people be putting in more than others because some people have got more than others to start with right. um, it's about deciding why you're doing it and what, what you're doing and why you're doing it and who should be doing the bits and going for it um, and, and using all the talent that's available if, the way I put it is if you've got if I've got a pound and you've got a pound we can't do anything with a pound mm-hmm. but see, there's five years the table. you've all got a pound you put a five in it. And you can start something with a fiver, you know what I mean? And then you'll build and you'll generate. And because you're working in partnership, you'll get money you wouldn't get if you were just gone yourself to look for the money Um, and all of that thing. And you've got to trust, set up a structure. Our our, our community learning partnership when, when I worked in North Lanarkshire was phenomenally strong. And it was phenomenally strong because we all put our toppings in the middle. Aye. Uh, at the start, not every penny we had because we don't everybody had other things to do, but in terms of that, and it allowed us to access all sorts of things because we were seen as being innovative, we were seen as thinking out the box, we were think, seen as no being par- parochial, um, we were trying things that, that were other things, you know, do what you've always done, you'll get what you've always got. So try new things, don't be scared, go for it. Think it through, by all means. but Have a go at things. Try things. Get people to try things. And and you progress that way. You don't progress by sitting in your hands. Um, but you've got to give to get. So the partnership thing is really important. We need to do that and find better ways to do it. Yeah. What I wish the government would stop doing is ask us to prove it yet again. <laughs> you know that it works. Because I'll, it works. Um, uh, just let's let's give us the, the wherewithal to get on with it because we can do things other folk can never do because we're 24-7 we're, we're in communities yeah. you know what I mean yeah. maybe not as much as we were because of the numbers game and everything else there's not as many of us Um, but but that's another issue that they should be looking at just getting more people through the colleges um, and getting more jobs um, both in the statutory sector and in uh, the third sector
0: yeah no 100% do you know and I think that That's the perfect way to sum it up. You know, I think the more people that are able to come through and the more people that then are able to get it, then we can make all the difference.
1: But see if we keep going, it's my boy, and nobody else is kicking it. Doesn't work. Doesn't Doesn't work.
0: And, you know, locally, for what I've done... um, with the people that I've worked with over the um, COVID pandemic, that thank you event that I mentioned, I was at yesterday. That was a full thank you for the response to COVID. You know, there was Aye. I think there was forty people on it. There were volunteers. There was yeah. First sector. Really? There was statutory mm-hmm. organisations, councillors. It was such a nice moment, and that's just such such a small pocket, in went there. Aye. But Aye. then that needs nice to right. be. Aye. We need that national. We need that everywhere.
1: You know, we've got to value each other. We've got to really value each other. Respect each other. But also. You know, work hard, work hard together, um, rather than against each other. You know, because the only people that suffer are the folk that should actually be getting the benefit of the skills that you've got to help them go to their next level. We, we're the luckiest people in the world because we're there to help people help themselves mm-hmm. to get to, a, to improve their quality of life through a joint venture. Aye. right, and people put their trust in us to help them through that. And we're at the back clapping. You're up getting a whatever it happens to be, a certificates are going to the next level, or getting a job, or whatever it happens to be. They've done it, but we've enabled it. Right. We know what we've done. We know what the skills are. It might look, like, it might have like having a cup of tea, you know. That's the other problem we've got is that it looks like getting a table tennis or getting a pool, or or, or a or a, wee, or a wee gig, or whatever else. But what's going on with skilled workers there is far more than the of its parts, do you know what I mean?
0: So, and I think and that's, that's something just, that needs changed. you know, know even, um, my, back to my experience, my pals all just laugh at me saying, you just going to me. play pool, you know? Aye, but yeah, I like to like say aye. But but
1: no, no, but um, you're right,
0: And It is, you know, and for us to try and change that so people understand what community learning development is, who's not involved in it, we need to sort of change that perception. And I think there's places that is doing it, you know?
1: feel like you're you know, the, the school thing in South Lanarkshire and what have you. I'm, I'm, I always remember teachers saying saying to me, how in hell's name did you get them to do that? Because they don't pay attention they're in class and they don't do this and they don't do that. I says, well, it's a different ballgame. All I've got is, is trust, is building trust and and the, 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 the quality of the programme that you're offering and how you're selling it. That's all I've got. I've got me, I'm walking a plank they can tell me to go and run a mile and I'll need to run a mile because they can't, can't force me to do it. Mm-hmm. But what you do is you exchange power for influence. That's what we're about. Mm-hmm. Power for influence. Dead easy. Aye. Only it is not it isn't, it isn't dead easy. But that's what it's about.
0: And Joe, I think that's just su- it's such a powerful statement as well. And I think it's such a nice way to actually round up how, what we do and how it works for somebody who maybe is listening to this, who doesn't they know what CLD is? You know, I think that's a really nice way and a really powerful way for people to understand um, briefly what it is that we do. So, I'd like to ask you to you know just my last question. So, I'm going to try and have this question as at the end of every single um, podcast that we try and record and we try and do. Mm-hmm. So, um, but what I'd like to know is what advice would you give someone who's looking to start a career in CLD? I
1: would. I would say do it. I would say do it, but make sure that you know why you're doing it, um, and be prepared to make sacrifices. Um, as I say, warn your nearest and dearest what it might entail. Um, don't when if if you give it give it your have a go. Remember, the, the one of the things that, that that stood me in good stead was see if anything was going. Well, I, f- I remember Alec Bogie, God rest him, my my first boss, saying to me, you know, he would say, "Does anybody want to go to when Strathclyde was here? Does anybody want to go to do the health and safety? We need a member for go going to this committee. Uh, control of substances hazardous to health. gosh very romantic, nod, mm-hmm. right? And go, I, I'll go, right." And after because when I went there, I met a whole load of people for the the region at all different levels, right. And after two after two meetings, I was the expert on course in Lanarkshire, right. Um, so it gave me a strength in my bow right. Whatever it was, I would go playing course. I'm your man. I'll go. And you'd get, you'd get the naysayers, you know, it's like keeping new teachers out the, of the staff room because all the cynics are in the staff room, right? Mm-hmm. So same with we call me. full of cynics and all. We've got our cynics. Mm-hmm. Stay out the road. That's what I would say. Walk by them. Take, You know, don't be positive and stay positive. Do it. Have a clear vision about where you're going and why you're doing it. And always remember, the like, punter matters. It's not always about what you think. It's about if somebody's telling you, sort of listen and get the signals and work on that, work work on that what you're doing and, and mold your your response and the way you work with people um through that. Never think you're better than anybody else. And don't you nobody's any better than you either, but never think you're better than anybody else. You're there, you're there to serve and that's not a bad thing. Service is amazing, an amazing thing. There's a wee, there's a wee. you'll you like this or you'll maybe not like it, but I always um when like Sweeney, you'll guess what, what where I go on a Sunday, you know. <laughs> and and uh, there's a there's a title, the Pope in Rome, the Pope in Rome, the Pope in Rome has got a title. He's got honours of titles, right? But one of his titles is the servant of the servants, right? The servant of the servants of God, right, is one of his titles. Don't ask me to do the Latin, right? Um, But what we do, what I always felt when I was at Youthline, I was in charge of that. all of those organisations, 100 organisations. My job wasn't to tell the Scouts how to run the Scouts, but my job was to represent all of those 100 groups and all of the all of the common things that they stood for and present that to government and to funders and to to the public um in such a way that it was understandable and that we got a you know we get progress mm-hmm. through that. My 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 duty wasn't to push Jim Sweeney. You got me? I push you. My duty was to push what we were about. What what you think was about what it said? What was the ethos, our mission, the values? What we were trying to do? The five or six things that everybody waved a flag in. That's what my job was. And as a community worker, um, as a youth worker, you've got to you've got to distill it down to whatever those three or four things are. Listen to your punters, and then try and try and help them achieve what they're they're going to achieve. And be the Norman, Foreman, Stormman, and all of that because it, it all works believe in the process of social group work once you know what it is once you've done your training and also be your own you don't need to do it publicly be your own worst critic self-reflection is is so important as i say you don't need to tell everybody your plans and you don't need to um you, you don't need to mere culpa all the time you make a mistake but you should know when you've made a mistake and you should know the bits of your 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 skill set that you're working on. And you'll never you'll never run out of things to fix and things to change and things to get better at. Play to your strengths but know your weaknesses. Mm-hmm. Do you know what I mean? Aye. And, me. and and go in happy. Right? <laughs> if you Aye. hate wins, don't do it. <laughs> you know, everybody hates wins the night or full minute. You know, I, I have a laugh about youth clubs in a full moon, you know, I all, all the workers go, hey, you're right enough, you know. Um, uh, yeah, yeah. it's a thing. It's- I, know, I know it's a thing, because um, <laughs> I'm a youth worker, I'm bloody well <laughs> but, but the, the thing But the thing is that, see if you've been in every week and you hate it, you hate young people, you get to hate young people. Don't be there. You know, I, I've said this to, to volunteer organisations who run with volunteers that have been there since... Adam was a boy, right? They've been there for forty years or fifty years. So see if you're not, you hate Wains, go and run. Do the books or something, or go and fundraise, but don't become don't go in as a youth leader when when you've you've lost the plot, you know. Get away, do something else. 100%. Um you know, so keep keep your enthusiasm. Um and when you think, you know, you've lost it, change tack, you know, go and do something else. Don't don't, you know, if you don't, if you can't cope with with young people, if you're fear to young people or whatever else, um, then then you're maybe in the wrong game. But but try and try and really, but see as long as you're you're, you're looking at what you're doing and you're you're analysing it, not to the, the nth degree, where you're not getting any sleep at night. If, if you do make mistakes, put yourself up, admit it, and go in with. It.
0: Mm-hmm. Well, the
1: thing I was lucky was that my boss, and in the time of the trainee thing, he let me make mistakes. I, I, I would, There were some things I got away with that I had to sack people ten years later mm-hmm. because the world changed. You know, there were things that you couldn't do. Yeah. Health and safety and all that kind of thing. When, when I started at the very start, we could, we could, we could decide what we wanted to do. If she was a good night, we just went down the park, mm-hmm. right? Or we went to Sol Courts for a couple of hours. And a, and a minibus—you can't do that anyway. All that stuff's all gone, um, so you've got to be even better organised, and 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 rightly so, you know. But also, try and one thing. This is my partner shot. The the biggest problem we've got um, is that we have we have to have more people that know how we came to be what we are at the moment. We need because a lot of the collective memories walked out the door mm-hmm. uh, in the last seven or eight years. Um, and that goes for the country in general. It goes for g- the whole of government, the whole of local government. The people with the knowledge that had been experienced, a lot of them are away. Mm-hmm. So there's, there's that collective history is not known. And, and it's handy to know how you go somewhere and where and why you're there in the first place and where you're going next. So I, I would plea, make a plea in all the, the local authority um, and other uh, youth leaders Training courses that there is something still in there about the history of youth work or the history of whatever um, community learning development um, how that's came about. I know it's still in the degree courses and all of that, but it's really important that you know where your what your DNA is, um, and I, I can't stress that enough. There's a wee quote here. Um, I'll show you something, right? That's on the wall, right? And it's from it's from a, a guy you might know from forty six BC. Called Cicero, right? Mm. Cicero is the guy that always said, also made the quote about um, times are terrible, children have stopped doing what their parents tell them. He, he did one around that kind of issue, you, you know. Okay. Teenage, teenage teenage rebellion, 46 <laughs> BC, right? But um, so it's always with us. Um this, this is about the importance of living in the present, but remembering the power and wisdom of collective memory, right? And it says, to be ignorant of what occurred before you were born is to remain always a child. For what is the worth of human life unless it is woven into the lives of our ancestors by the records of history? It's a bit flowery, the second but Cicero, 46 BC. And that's uh, what I would leave you with.
0: I think what you've said, it's really inspired me, actually, for remembering a bit what we do in... Do you know what i think? i'd just like to actually thank you for doing this because it is a privilege to actually be able to share some time with you um, for the experience that you've done you've helped so many people from being a practitioner from um being a gaffer so are they just thanks for just spending this time with me because you are more than you um, more
1: than welcome it's a privilege for me as well of as a state you've You never retire either. (laughs) (laughs) You never really retire. You're always thinking and you're always saying, how can I do this and do that? I mean, I've I've enjoyed immensely with the the vault organisations that I'm working with now, mentoring the the CEOs through through this whole change to digital and this whole uh, debacle with the COVID, you know. Mm -hmm. It's been it's been amazing, and and some of the work that's been going on is phenomenal, and while it's is phenomenal, it also brings back the fact that we still need to get back to face to face, as well as the other yeah. stuff. It and means we're a lot better now at the other stuff, which is great, um, yeah. and that suits some young people, but not all. Yeah, so not definitely. But but great stuff. But thanks for the privilege of kicking you off.
0: Cool. Um, okay. Oh, brilliant, cool. Thanks very well, much, Tim.
1: Best to everybody in South Lanarkshire. Love them all. God bless. See you later. Cheers.